Check, check. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's a special edition of the CardCast. Senior writer from Cardinal Authority, Michael McCammon here with publisher Jody Demling. And Jody, this is one we've been looking forward to. It's an exciting time of year. It comes earlier in the Scott Satterfield era. Michael, it's 80 degrees but, outside. It's 75 degrees outside. It's spring football. <laughs> Oh, exactly. It's cold, it's yeah, cold no. but it's still spring it, it, football. It's, it, it was about 70 degrees inside the Traeger Center, so it felt like spring <laughs> inside the Traeger Center today as the Cardinals kicked off spring practice for, for 2020 today. Uh, the second year of the Scott Satterfield uh, era is now, I guess, officially underway. Yeah, and, and, and I'll tell you this. I'm excited, and there's a couple things. A couple, uh, Obviously, what they did last year and, and, and the results and the excitement and the guys they coming back. But I'm excited to see some of these new guys. Look, we spent a lot of time with this new staff. It's been really good um, as far as recruiting is concerned that um, I'm, I'm, this is and again, this is no knock on on other guys, but they're recruiting a different kind of guy. I mean, these are guys that are very likable. They're very, uh, they're guys that we actually, I think of the 16 guys, actually there's 15 on campus. Now there we one more later this week, but of those 16 guys, Michael, I think you and I actually went and met in person and did interviews with nine of those 16, I believe is what, uh, is what the, uh, is what it, it, it turned out to be. And, yeah. and they're good dudes. They're good players, but they're good dudes. And, I, and I'm so excited for that. And, and just to see how this staff or what this staff uh, can do um, with some of their guys, with some of their new guys, because they do have a different kind of a system and in, in, uh, in style. Uh, but first practice under the, in their books. And uh, there was a lot of energy and a lot of excitement and a lot of running around and uh, a lot of vocal. Uh, I'm not sure how Mike Siriano keeps a voice. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. You know, and, and speaking of Mike Siriano, I think that's you know, you're not going to really notice much on day one. Obviously, they're not wearing pads. You know, they're in shorts, and you know, and, and, and it's just kind of like almost a fitness test and getting and you know reintroducing yourself to where you're supposed to be for certain drills and certain periods and things like that. But one thing that was clearly evident, going back to Mike Siriano, is you could tell the work in the weight room has producing results. I mean, some of these right. guys, it's like. Like, like I looked at Chandler Jones and I was like, that's Chandler Jones. My yeah. goodness. You know, yeah. you could see with Evan Conley and across the roster. So really impressive. You know, so you're not, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to get too much insight on how guys perform, but one newcomer that did jump out uh, that Scott Satterfield did mention, uh, and we'll get more into this as well. We'll have a full notebook at Cardinal authority as well. So make sure you check out that. And, and you can see the, the post game comments right now at Cardinal authority.com. But uh, the, Braden Smith, the newcomer wide receiver, got got some praise from Scott praise from Scott Satterfield today. Yeah, he did. And I will say this: so what they do, what we got to watch, they they said 15 minutes. Actually, we got yeah. there. I, you and I both got there a little early, and we got to start watching. And we didn't get kicked out till almost 20 till. So we were in there for a good 40 minutes 
uh, watching today, which is getting kicked out, <laughs> which is 39 minutes longer than we were in there for spring football two years ago, if I might add. So uh, it's just uh, just one of those things. It's just a, it's just a different world now around Louisville football. And uh, it was excitement. We, we have a photo gallery up. I'll have more photos and, and we've got some other stuff. But one of the things that they do. So they they do some individual work. Then they stretch. They do some more. Into, they do some special teams. Then they do a little more stretching or kind of it's not really stretching. It's kind of exercising back and forth. Uh, as a team and then they go into a period um, where they call it tempo they call it tempo and uh, what they do is they go ones on ones or what would be ones on ones you know projected and during the season one on ones on ones they go ones on ones and they run four plays run ones on one four plays twos on two and then they go back and do four more one on one four four more twos on twos and in though in those uh, eight plays uh, that I that that Braden Smith was running with the twos. He had two plays that were just kind of like, oh, hey, look at that speed on that kid. Who is that? And it's like, oh, that's number eighty-one. That's Braden Smith. And yeah. uh, I, I, you know, so and then Scott Satterfield mentioned him afterwards. So yeah, he's a guy definitely that stuck out to me. Uh, you can't tell a whole lot on day one. I'm excited to see what uh, uh, the competition behind Malik Cunningham will do for Malik Cunningham. Uh, you know, I mean, Puma Pass was running number two, Evan Conley, number three, T. Webb uh, didn't get as many reps because he's kind of the fourth guy. And, he, and look, it's his first day. So he's kind of learning and, and seeing uh, how to do things uh, also in, in the mix. Uh, I had to I had to laugh because uh, Mikhail Cunningham said, you know, I kind of don't like to say this, but he kind of reminds me of Trevor, meaning Trevor Lawrence, throwing the ball a little bit. And, uh, you know, he was his backup uh, at, uh, at Cartersville High School. So uh, uh, a good day for the quarterbacks. Yeah, you know, and and overall, I think you know, again, an impressive day. Yeah, my focus really was just kind of to get my eyes, as you mentioned earlier, on the newcomers, see what look they looked at. We had we took a few moments looking at Tim Lawson and Kobe Baines on the offensive line. Got you know eyes on uh, Dedera Boykin and, and Henry Bryant on the defensive line as well, just kind of to see how they fit in physically looking. And it, uh, one thing about Henry Bryant that I guess was, you know, I hate to say it, the knock on him coming out of high school, uh, but it was just his size, his height, really. Um, and, and, you he, you know, you could tell the difference when he's standing against some of these veteran defensive linemen that Louisville has, you know, a guy that's under six foot, with, you know, versus guys that are six three, six four. you know, certainly makes a difference. But I tell you what, when he got into those drills with defensive lines coach, you know, he fit in completely. I mean, you could tell by his leverage and he uses his height to his advantage and his explosion. Uh, you could to- totally see what Mark Ivey really liked in a guy like Henry Bryant. So, again, really looking forward to seeing how they progress throughout the, the season. Wish we could get our eyes on him more uh, as spring goes on, but really looking forward to in- in hearing about how they progress. We might. We might be able to. You never know, yeah. Michael. But, hey, so a couple a couple things uh, that stood out as far as, uh, as you, you mentioned the newcomers. One thing that stood out to me, Kobe Baines without any knee braces on. You know, he'd had that knee injury. And, uh, Michael, you spent some time with him. Kobe Baines without that on. Marvin Dallas looked really uh, uh, lanky. He looks really good. Uh, quite honestly, he looks more like a safety to me right now than he does uh, an outside linebacker. But I think they'll start him at outside linebacker and see if they need him at safety. Um, and to me, the one and I put him in my list. So I did the newcomers before we went to practice, the top five newcomers that I expect. And I think I would probably change them around a little bit after practice. <laughs> uh, not that Jamel Starks isn't going to be a good player because I think he's going to be one of the top two or three of them. 
But, oh, my goodness, Lovey Jenkins and Christian Fitzpatrick look like they're juniors in college already. Both of those guys. Lovey Jenkins looks so much different than when I went down to OC Florida uh, back in uh, uh, when Louisville played Miami that week. I went up and and visited Lovey uh, and Dexter Rentz. He looks like he's put 20 pounds on already. I think it's 16 uh, as of last week. He's put 16 pounds on. My goodness. It's just one of those deals uh, that he is. He looks, looks, looks the part. So uh, those were my guys. And a couple of notes, Michael. Treshawn Smith no longer with the team. We have that in a notebook. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I know this is going to shock people at CardinalAuthority.com, but Treshawn Smith no longer with the team. Uh, he was indefinitely suspended last year. He's not with the team. Uh, uh, Des Dumerville is is still a medical red shirt. We don't expect that he will ever return. Uh, and, and, and be a part of the team uh, anymore. Also, as we reported uh, the last few weeks, Corey Reed back with the team after being in the transfer portal. Caleb Tillman has left the team. Uh, he was going into his senior year. Very limited, limited playing time for him. And Chris Taylor Yamanahona is also uh, no longer with the Louisville team. He is going to uh, transfer out. Again, very limited time. He saw, I think, eight plays last year. He actually had a really good play in the uh, a block in the bowl game on one of Javion Hawkins's long runs towards the end of the game, but he never played a whole lot. And those guys uh, uh, are no longer with the team as is uh, Taven Graves, who was a walk on running back who, uh, who is, uh, has gone elsewhere as well. So really to be quite honest, when you look at the guys that were expected to return you know, we knew Mekhi Becton was going to the NFL draft and he's going to be a high draft pick. When you look at the guys who were expected to return for the University of Louisville, they knock on wood, haven't lost hardly anybody. If I'm not sure they've lost anybody that I would have thought would give it, would have given them huge minutes this coming season. Uh, uh, and, and, and you can't really count Trayshawn Smith because he's been gone for for more than a year, Michael. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously, as you mentioned, obviously you knew Makai was going to go, and you know it sounds like he's going to be a top 15 pick in, in the NFL draft. So really looking forward to that. But one of the things that also stood out, you know, is as Scott Satterfield described it after the game, is how things are really quote night and day compared to last year. Obviously, this point last year they were still trying to you know memorize guys' names and installing the basic you know here's where you go on period three and period four now these guys are you know they're only seven weeks off of winning you know going to a bowl game that people never even expected not only going into the music city bowl but defeating mississippi state so they're only seven weeks removed from that so they've still got a lot of positive momentum and and these veterans came in and we heard it from coach satterfield we heard it from mikhail cunningham we heard it from jared goldwire they came back in just as like they're just never missed a beat. I mean, yeah, there's exactly. rest to shake off. And, you know, so that's a, another positive uh, you know, out of these early spring practices that, that Scott Satterfield and his staff cho- uh, choose to do. Yep. Josh Johnson, the uh, wide receiver who hurt his knee last year in preseason uh, in an orange jersey, mean, meaning he can do some physical contact, but is limited yellow jersey for Rush, uh, Rush East, who didn't even have pads on. Uh, he told me that uh, he's still a few weeks away from uh, from getting totally cleared from his knee procedure. Uh, and then also Tyler Harrell, who I'm not sure what his deal was in the offseason, but uh, a yellow jersey. So he is limited as well on the wide receiver front. But uh, knock on wood, pretty healthy going into fall camp, and they hope to stay that way. It's the first of 15 practices today, Michael. And uh, again, I think the biggest takeaways from offense is, you know, Mikhail Cunningham kind of moving forward and taking that next step 
looking like a, uh, a a guy who's more of a leader out there on the on the on the field and defensively just this is a team quite honestly when Brian Brown was saying it at the end of the year I kind of didn't really think about it until really going into this week that hey these guys have had four different offensive coordinators in four years. This is the first time that any Louisville football defensive player on the field has had the same coordinator in back-to-back year. And that in itself is going to make them take a big jump moving forward. Yeah, and no doubt. But yeah, as you mentioned, first of 15, they will wrap it up on March 28th at 11 a.m. It'll be the the open practice. You know, they don't do the quote unquote spring game, but it's one that the fans will be able to come to and, and watch them go through their work and you know some of their eleven on eleven work as, as well. That's you know kind of scrimmage like as well. So that is uh, March twenty eighth. So if you haven't already, make sure you you mark that on your calendar while you're at it. Make sure if you're on iTunes or Spotify or whatever, make sure you go there, like us, and pass us along and share us with your friends uh, and family on, on all your social networks as well. But uh, been a, a great special uh, edition of the of the podcast, Jody, and I'm looking forward to, to seeing how this team progresses throughout the next few weeks of spring practice. Yeah, it should be good. They practice Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday mornings. Availabilities after all except for on Friday, and Michael and I will be there for each and every one of them for reports and uh, keep clicking cardinalauthority.com. This has been a spring football edition of the cards cast. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over guys. All stars Four is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.